You know, you spend so much time sitting at a desk. Maybe you should think about standing at a desk. (laughs) That is so true. I am actually really excited about Uplift Desk. You get to choose so many things like the color of the desktop, the size of the desktop, and they have so many standing desks. I move around all day to get all the different things done between the podcast and real job, etc. So this Uplift Standing Desk, super excited about. And we should also point out if you've never used a standing desk, they move so you don't have to always stand. In fact, they recommend that you should spend about 45 minutes of every hour standing, 15 minutes sitting, because if you spend too much time, you'll strain your back. I also love the fact that they include free shipping. They have free a warranty, a 15-year warranty, not to mention accessories with your desk purchase. And don't worry, they don't wobble. It's completely stable. It's built to last, and you can tell with a 15-year warranty. If you want to look into yours, go to upliftdesk.com slash TCO. You're going to get 5% off your order. That's up L I F T desk.com slash TCO to get 5% off your entire order. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 90. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. And uh, we are recuperating from sickness. Yes. Not our own. Yes. But uh, <laughs> my son, who... Decided to wake up puking at 4 yeah, a.m. Woo! It was like, white girl wasted. <laughs> Except he wasn't wasted. <laughs> Poor Pres- kid. Presumably. Yeah, he's too sweet to do anything like that. Yeah. He's... I know everybody says that about their kid, but like, But he also he hadn't been out of our sight. Yeah. So I don't think he... No, nah, it only happened the one time. I don't so. think he snuck out at 2 a.m. on a Wednesday. He's, he doesn't got that kind of game. No. Who are we kidding? He's like me. <laughs> but let me tell you, not all pukes are created equal. You haven't lived until you cleaned up hot wing puke. With a dustpan. With a dustpan. So, yep, pretty tired today. So if you listen to this podcast <laughs> while you eat dinner with the family, first off, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> And if we disgusted you and ruined your dinner, well, it's probably no one to blame but yourself. Why would you listen to this with your family while you're eating dinner? What have they ever done to you? Uh, so anyway, that's a little recap of our exciting week. Yeah. So, In a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> In a dustpan. So uh, what... Pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Well, we have lots of news to share. There's some information about some of our our offshoot groups of Peloton, you know, Facebook. Little little tributaries. Yes, yes. And uh, we've got an update on our 100th episode coming up. Uh, We have some cool news that is coming out of the Jennifer Jacobs tribe. Which, let me be clear, is called JJ's Crew. I didn't mean to okay. use the wrong terminology. Um, and then uh, we're going to talk about the uh, latest collection that came out that I that I had to buy. That you some own things. all of? I don't know. I don't. I don't own all of it. Oh, was there one I was thing actually, you didn't buy? No, it was a lot of things I, I didn't buy. I feel like there was one thing you didn't purchase <laughs> specifically so you could say, I didn't buy all of it. Well, that's not the way it worked. But we'll talk about that, too. But specifically, somebody asked about the quality of, of what was, you know, the bras in the collection. 
question. And so I thought we could talk about that. And then uh, we also have some interesting like stats on Peloton ad marketing spend okay. and um one of our we have a past guest update which is really fun and exciting that we need to share um and then we need to remind everybody about peloton homecoming and we also had some facebook lives from instructors this week that we can talk about so awesome well uh before we get to that shameless plugs don't forget we're available on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts even places like spotify so makes it nice and easy for you it And does. we haven't mentioned this in a while But uh, we should also be accessible Through your Google Home or Alexa yes. Or Apple Core yeah, I don't know whatever that that's is. called We're not Apple people here Sorry we don't know what it's called <laughs> But uh, but it's out there So we're yeah. probably on it too But uh, uh, but yeah so there's just a different way That you can you can access it Yeah you just have to tell it to play Play the clip out in whatever episode you want If you just say play the clip out It'll automatically default to the most recent episode Ah good to know Yeah. Speaking of Apple stuff while you're there You can leave a review We have a new review I love hearing the reviews Who's Who's it from? This is from someone whose Apple podcast handle is Delete Yelp <laughs> Okay <laughs> And uh, their headline is Just a Heart Aww. And it says All the emotions when I listen to your podcast Favorite part of my Friday on my long Trek back to Whole Foods My husband doesn't ride the bike either No traffic conflicts for Who gets to ride next <laughs> That's awesome And is that their leaderboard name? Is that no, a hashtag? the leaderboard name is Bliss Girl. Oh, I've seen Bliss Girl. Well, that is very nice. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. So if you would like to hear us read your review and leaderboard name, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. That's the quickest way to do that. You know, I just a little bit of a follow-up to last week. Um, Timmy in West Virginia, I was on a Power Zone ride this week, and it was an old one, so it was an on-demand one. But Timmy in West Virginia got a shout-out, and so that? I just thought I would mention that. Because it was just It's top of mind So So you just shouted out Her shout, shout out, out. <laughs> I thought it was cool Anyway Maybe one day There'll be a podcast Dedicated to the clip out <laughs> And someone can shout out Your shout out Of her shout out oh, That like, seems a little too meta Like a snake Eating its own tail <laughs> uh, Also don't forget We're available on Facebook Not available But you can find us on Facebook If you want to comment On an episode or something uh, Please be nice uh, <laughs> Facebook.com Slash The clip out So Come on in The water's fine <laughs> So She's laughing at me Because I almost said The name of the other podcast You did That's why she's giggling I am um... In fact I did And she edited it out <laughs> Most likely So that's all of that Let's dig in Shall we <laughs> Sure it's time for news of the Peloton. So the road riders have new kits. Yes. Do you know what that means? I do not. I'm just reading what you wrote here, and it says the road riders <laughs> have new kits. Do they adopt yes. a cat? No. Okay. No. Are they making models? No. Okay. I'm out. <laughs> so uh, when you ride outdoors You you wear special biking clothing Two things I don't do Right Ride and go outdoors Right But if you were to Okay uh, And you were to do it on a regular basis You, you would wear bike clothes And okay. the entire outfit is known as a kit Gotcha And uh, so the road riders You know 
there there's a whole group of people that belong to Peloton that also ride outdoors. And so they get they get every year for this is the third year. They have a design created. There's a whole design team within the road riders. Okay. And uh, they work with different vendors in uh, this year. I believe it's Jackaroo. And so they have all kinds of different bike clothing available to you with the brand new design, the 2019 design. OK, so you might remember last year when we were in Atlantic City. Do you remember that? And I do. OK, well, do you remember that uh, my teammate from Team Just Finish, Fred Walker, he you remember heard, how he heard of him? Yeah. Well, you know how he had the dots during the ride Okay That was the 2018 version Oh I just thought He had a rash No Well everybody from Peloton Had the same rash We so might was... be thinking Of different dots <laughs> Fred had How much time Were you spending with Fred We were in a car together <laughs> <laughs> The kids were in the car What happened in the car <laughs> Hey what happens In Atlantic City <laughs> Come on The kids got to see Their first hooker <laughs> In Atlantic City And not like uh, Not a pretty woman High class call girl Is that how Fred Got the spies? <laughs> I don't know Oh dear Oh I didn't know About this little detour You guys took Well do you remember The spotted kits That they were wearing? I didn't know That they were called kits Yeah Is that because A Knight Rider? <laughs> yep I'm sure They named okay. it after Knight Rider That makes perfect sense So uh, this year Has these cool I refer to them I don't know What the design team Refers to them Okay but this year they look to me like tiger stripes Okay So I'm going with tiger stripes But they're the same kind of color scheme We got some gray and some black and some orange And then it's got your Peloton Road Riders There's like a set for your Sprint There's a set for Fondo And there's your set for you know touring So you've got gloves and hats And there's even like a windbreaker type thing I'm sorry they probably call that a wind jacket Oh it's very specific But um, all kinds of cool options out there And the sizing is all very specific So you can go out and find what you need I might have bought one You know, because because I'm supposed to do that that Next year, I'm mm-hmm. supposed to, you know Do the race in October Yeah, yeah. you only can't wear last year's Well, I don't have last year's Maybe it's on clearance I did not look that it was No, <laughs> But because of this awesome group There's also between now and I think the cutoff is February 12th There's also special pricing So if they get like 100 orders Everybody gets a percentage off And if you order this first go round You also get an extra 10% off So it's a really good deal Because retail is uh, quite a bit more with, with Jackaroo They're a they're very expensive brand A good brand Gotcha So it's an awesome deal Anybody out there that's interested You should go check it out Cool So on the Road Riders Facebook page And we will link to that as well so we talked last week I think it was last week <laughs> Yes it, it was together, It was About our 100th episode Is coming up And what could we do Yes And uh, someone had suggested That someone interview us Yes And that someone was Christina Ribeiro Just to be clear Right We have selected Who will interview us Yes And it's her it is Well because we had a lot of really good suggestions We did So it's not that we're playing favorites It's just that we like her better and <laughs> No it's not that we're playing favorites Hang on I shouldn't stray from the script you hand me It is not that we are playing favorites it is, No It was just like we had so many good suggestions And we didn't want to appear to play favorites Yes And so we thought Let's just go with the person Whose idea it was That seems fair Yeah I mean It was her idea And if she was interested In interviewing us We thought that would be A fun way to bring it all together It seems fair Like right. the person who Thought of it You know But we weren't even sure That she would want to Right So we had to ask So we didn't want to Put her on the spot Right But uh, Turns but, out she did Yes She was very excited So that is who will be doing that So but we posted uh, In our Facebook group 
Yes, it's one of the announcements. It's uh, pinned up there at the top at the moment, but probably by the time you're listening to this episode, it will be down in announcement because I always post the latest week. Sure. At the pin, top. You pin that to the top. Yeah. So if you want to find the thread, if you have a question you would like to chuck in there, we've got quite a few more than yeah. we would have thought. And just for anybody who's thinking, oh, we're going to do more than one episode. No, no, no. you guys don't want to just hear yeah. us. Like it's you not hear, this. This podcast is not about us. You hear us every week. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you need, don't want more than that. You don't need that. a nine part episode. No. Yeah. And Christina's going to chat because she's going to be the one to choose. So she gets to choose all the questions. And we get right of re- first refusal. So if there's anything, if you guys get too crazy Same in there, Peloton treats us. That's right. <laughs> Figure we get since it's our podcast, we get to at least do that. Right. And it works well for them. Yeah. So we'll probably be valued at four billion dollars. Yeah. Any by day the, now, like by, by the hundred and first episode. <laughs> That's my guess. That seems to be the recipe for success. So we're we're stealing it. <laughs> So if you have a question for us and want to chime in, you can find that at our Facebook group. So JJ has announced some sort of climb thing. (laughs) Yes, she has. So for a while now, uh, Jennifer Jacobs, also known as JJ, uh, has been doing these climb rides every morning. And uh, I shouldn't say every morning. I'm sorry. Every week, I think. Think that it's been every Wednesday morning If I want to say correctly Um, I have I've been doing the power zone training So to be honest I'm a little out of the Whole six o'clock roundup so I'm not quite on top of the schedule Anymore like I used to be because I'm doing all on demand which is driving me crazy But that's a whole nother story at any rate So she does these rides and They are really tough I don't Know about the 45 minute version but I've taken her 75 and I've taken her 90 they are Tough and I've gotten PRs on both of them So what she is doing Is putting together a challenge She's going to do four of these Rides so she's on three of four She recorded it this week that was number three And she said at the end of number three that In February she's going to put a challenge Together that you guys the riders should take all of the rides on demand one after the other, which is going to end up being three hours of riding. Climbing. Oh. Yeah. So is this just their way to figure out like which of their users are masochists? <laughs> no, it's just for fun. But um fun. I don't <laughs> I don't know if that word means what you think it means. <laughs> But the cool thing is, besides the fact that it's fun, JJ is going to be writing with the group doing it on demand. So that's pretty awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you can high five her. She can high five you. That's going to be an insane challenge. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to be able to participate in that because I'm doing the power zone training. But if I don't, then I will maybe do the challenge later. So I get closer to October when I need to really start ramping up my hill training. So yeah. we might see. Okay But uh, it's not happening in February Then the next week they Can they have like a three minute challenge It's just all downhill <laughs> Will you ride fast. the bike? No, don't be silly <laughs> I wouldn't have earned the right Because I hadn't gone up the hill So how could I ride it down the hill? <laughs> it's just simple physics Well the way the climbs work Is you get to go down Like she does switchbacks in the middle of it It's not like just uh, three hours straight Of like just going up a hill Gotcha It's like up, down, up, like, down Like Old Dominion yeah. Oh wait, no. Up down, up down would be like Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> I love that you've had to brush up on your country music for your job. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not switchback; it's snapback. I know. <laughs> and it beats having a real job. It does. <laughs> so anyway, it's going to be a great challenge. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And when it officially gets announced, I will let you guys know. So this is the part of the show where we get to talk about boobs. <laughs> and you look so excited. Well. 
So I wasn't really going to talk about boobs so much as I was going to talk about bras. Boob holders? Yeah, boob holders. Yeah. That's what we all call them. I'm sure. I can't wait to pick out my favorite boob holder. That's <laughs> totally what I say. Thought I was your favorite boob holder. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the day. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, next time I'm going to lift, but I won't separate. Oh, that'll show you. (laughs) Distracted me, Tom. So this latest collection, since it had all the quote collections, uh, all the quotes on all the bras, there weren't. It wasn't like a specific name brand, like there there sometimes is. Like it wasn't like Lululemon or things like that. It was. Uh, pop art which they used before when they Did the quote collection and it was the leggings And the tanks but this is the first time they've used That brand for sports bras So somebody specifically asked uh, What are they like and I thought they were great I could have used a little Bit more support personally I like The I like the kind that have the Clasp on the back so that you can really um, So you can customize your support Level and this does not have it because It's just the kind you just pull on but I really liked the fabric um, And I liked the thickness It was very breathable I didn't have any I didn't have any negativities about it at all um, I would say it may not be something You want to wear on the tread Like it might be more of on the bike Depending on your your support needs So I'm trying to be delicate If you got big cans Yeah Probably aren't going to be able to go with that It's probably I would say it's like medium support I would say but you know if you need A large support if you need the tough Support this isn't going to be it For you so good to know Yeah you worried about that yes Yeah (laughs) Keep my girls in shape (laughs) If you feel like you've been seen More Peloton ads on television That is not what they would refer to as Confirmation bias it's actually been Occurring it has there is An article in digiday you know, because that seems like a good source. Um, <laughs> it's but fun to say. It is fun to say. So this week they had an article out. It was talking about uh, several different spenders that are. They kind of built their their brand on Instagram and Facebook and Google. So now as they mature in their life cycle, they're all switching to TV. It, like the TV keeps increasing and increasing, increasing. That's what this whole article is about. But the part that I thought that everybody would be interested in is... We got numbers. Yeah. So Peloton spent $108.7 million on TV ads in 2017. Would you like to take a guess at how much they did in 2018? Well, you already told me, so that's probably not the best game to play. Oh, dang it, I did. (laughs) But I didn't put it in the notes. So do you remember? $141 million. Wow, 141.9, yeah. Yeah. I can't believe you remembered that. It was about marketing. Okay. So $141.9 million in 2018. So that is a big jump. That is a big jump. And I think it it, makes sense that they start as kind of this niche product and it's uh, it's cheaper to be on digital and social media and you can be hyper-targeted and reach a certain demo. And then as you kind of exhaust that demographic you have to cast the net wider like if you're going to if you succeed at that at the digital level like they did at some point you've you've kind of wrung everything you can out of that sponge and you gotta you gotta cast the net wider which is going to be tv and they also had said peloton had also said um i i know that i read somewhere at the end of uh november or december that the holiday campaign was going to be their largest one yet yeah and this article also goes on to say that they spent between 11 and 12 million uh in the last couple of months of 2018 so a lot of that spend right. happened then that's a big chunk well it sounds like it paid off it, yeah, based on the based when, on everything when they talked about the bike numbers for December. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And like right here in St. Louis, it was the first month that was open. They totally right. blew all of their numbers out of the water. So, yeah, absolutely. Oh, and as a side note, we talked about that uh, the St. Louis store won a bike. Well, one of the employees has a bike at home now and posted about it on Instagram. Oh, okay. It was the same person who it was Theo who posted about it in the first place that they had won. So he did get to take the bike home in case anybody was curious. Okay, they don't have to <laughs> have shared custody of it. No, we all know how difficult <laughs> that can be. So very cool. Very exciting for Theo. But back to this article, I thought that was really fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah. So one of our earliest guests, right? Yeah. I don't remember the number. I don't remember the number. I wish I could memorize them all, but with 100 at this point, I can't remember everybody's number. I know Brian Albright is number nine because he always says he's number nine. So I remember (laughs) that one. (laughs) And I love that he I love that he talks about that. But it was Lisa Carlson. Did you look up and see what number Lisa is? She is uh, number 10. So right after Brian Albright, very, very early on. Very early on. Lisa Carlson, she is on Channel 8 in Connecticut. They had a whole article about how to stay super motivated about your health and they they have they have her on TV in her pillow cave and she's showing them the power of Peloton. She's showing them how she is a cheer fairy. Uh, She is showing them all of the things that go with being part of Peloton. She also talked about her weight loss in, in the news segment. Right. And it was just a lot of fun to see her on there. She's got a little headband on, says Spin Sister, because that's her leaderboard name. And uh, of course, it says Cheer Fairy on her bike. So it's just really cool. And one of her custom paintings is behind her in her pillow cave. So very exciting to see her have so much fun and to see uh, her be able to highlight her weight loss and how she's done so well with that. So congratulations to Lisa. Awesome. And if you want to see that, well, we have uh, shared it on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the clip out. Yep. So we record these on Thursday, so it will be tomorrow. But by the time you hear it, it will either be today. Well, I guess whenever you hear it, it will technically be today. It's sort of an existential dilemma. But uh, <laughs> but if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, then depending on what time of the day. Yes. Uh, you might care. Homecoming, a.k.a. formerly known as the event. <laughs> Formerly known as HRI Will be going on sale It will Or will have gone on sale Yep And so Just to be clear If you are having a panic moment And you don't know the time It is noon Eastern Gotcha On Friday the 25th of January And you gotta go to the special site So interestingly enough Apparently some people already have their tickets Mm-hmm. There's some special invites out there for people yep. Apparently there's a pre-sale I don't know about it I don't know how it happened I don't know why it's happening I don't know who they chose Or why they chose them All I know is there have been a couple of things That have popped up on the OPP And then immediately taken down yeah, immediately. So yeah Do what you want with that Just throwing it out yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess I just thought it was interesting That as fast as everything sold out last year That they did that um, And then didn't give everybody equal Chances to well, get to the pre-sale And I don't even know how they would because typically Like from a concert standpoint a pre-sale Is like oh you subscribe to the venues Email list or it's yeah, a special but we annex all are. We're right that's what I'm saying so like Everybody that Wants all the sales are going to be Through Peloton and online Followers so right. it's like you really Don't have uh, an official subset of like, well, if you would join the special list, or if you had an Amex card, yeah, or if I have you know, no, it could be. I mean, for all I know, they picked every tenth person on a list that right. was just on a piece of paper, and or maybe they had a piece of paper and they threw some darts at it. I have no idea. Well, and supposedly the new setup 
for it this year is supposed to accommodate more people. I mean, they haven't said it's going to accommodate more people. That hasn't been anything. Mm-mm. No, no that's I, what they said. They said they were going to make it bigger. They never said they're going to accommodate oh, more people. I took bigger to mean so they could fit in more people. Well, I can understand why you assumed that, but they yeah. also they also are making it bigger in the sense that they have all those speakers and right. that they're they're going to be having like a block party. And so, I mean, depends on how you define bigger. They didn't specifically say we're changing the entire format so that we can fit more people. They never said that. I think that is why they changed the right. format, but they did not say that. Um, so it will be interesting to see if everybody is. Able to get tickets and if there's a huge wait list like there was last year uh, Because I'm hearing a lot of people say they're not going They're like I don't want to go all the way to New York for one ride And I only get access for one day So I don't know I'm very curious to see what this looks like Yeah well we shall find out soon We shall And there were some interesting uh, Facebook lives this week Yes yeah we had two Well there may have been more than that I caught two <laughs> Facebook lives um, And two of them caught my interest Because one was just super funny It was Oliver Lee And he's had this whole thing going with cookies Apparently he loves cookies I don't get to take that many classes with Oliver right. Because I'm trying to balance Power zone training with the tread in general And I love taking classes with Olivia and Maddie I can't take classes with everybody I want to take <laughs> is like talk about first world Problems but point being I have not taken that many Classes with Oliver but he loves cookies I know that who doesn't I know Right well he's had people submit cookie Recipes and um, like on Through different channels on the internet Social media and so he Then did a Facebook live after choosing somebody's recipe and then making it Oh that's and fun. So that was really fun yeah, that's neat. It was a great way to be interactive with people um, Great use of The new kind of rules of right. Peloton yeah. that was very smart Good job Oliver I'm giving you an A plus <laughs> You should send us some cookies <laughs> Well I doubt he listens but <laughs> Someone tell him to send us some cookies <laughs> Um, and Jen Sherman had one too I tend to see the JSS tribe They come up in my feed a lot Just because I have so many like People I interact with sure. in the JSS tribe And uh, so she had a Facebook live week This week as well And uh, it was you know Random Jen thoughts which is always fun And then uh, she also was talking about um, Different music that might be coming out soon Like different rides oh, that okay. might be happening So um, that will be fun to see where that goes as well So if you miss those they are out at Oliver Lee slash Peloton, like his Facebook, right? And then uh, his official Peloton Facebook, and then Jen Sherman Peloton, her official Peloton Facebook as well. Um, and then we'll link those, of course, on Facebook.com slash. You know what people love to do? What's that? Eat. But you know what? <laughs> They maybe hate to do or don't have time to do Cook Cook Yeah some people love to cook I'm not one of those people And I really like when we are able to find something amazing like Factor Whenever I checked into Factor I got a box of keto for you Okay And I got the calorie smart for me uh, Because I know that meat is the focus of your meal That it is And for me I'm like I want to try all the things So as long as it's healthy I'm good It can be any kind But The nice thing is These are like Two minute meals You fuel up fast With Factors Restaurant quality meals And they're ready To heat and eat Whenever you are And you know what We even did the math The Factor is actually Less expensive than takeout And every single meal Is dietitian approved It's the perfect solution If you're looking for Fast upscale options Done easily no prep, no mess meals. Head to factormeals.com slash TCO50 and use code TCO50 to get 50% off. That's code TCO50 at factormeals.com slash TCO50 to get 50% off. 
clip out. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via Skype a phone is Julia Knox. Hey, Julia. Hi. I, I love it when someone's name is also a complete sentence. <laughs> Yeah, whenever me or my like siblings were running for like student government or whatever in middle or high school, it was always opportunity knocks when you elect <laughs> Julian Knox. So it plays itself well to the puns. Well, well, then when Breaking Bad hit, yeah. he's like, I am the one who knocks. Uh, Legendary yeah. speech when he's basically like, oh, no, I'm the bad guy. Have you not figured that out yet? I made it through like one season of Breaking oh, Bad. Sorry. Oh, whoops. whoops. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. Or- <laughs> don't. don't don't worry, that was like five years ago, so I don't think I'm in any rush to go that's back. That's fair. I think pop culture as general has probably spoiled that one for you by Yeah, now. that's probably true. Yeah. yeah. Five years ago. <laughs> well, we just squeaked by. <laughs> so how did you find Peloton? So I first heard of Peloton through the blogger Inspiralized. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her, Jor Thomason, because she was basically kind of one of the first bloggers to really like spiralize vegetables. So like the zucchini noodles and like the sweet potato noodles and stuff like that. Like her blog is kind of completely dedicated to that. And I followed her for years and she posted about you know, riding a Peloton is her kind of main form of exercise. I think she had a bike in her apartment gym. So I'd heard of it and this is probably like 2015, 2016. So a couple years ago, but I like never even dreamed that I would actually own one. (laughs) I live in Washington, DC. So this is actually my first one bedroom that I'm in now. Like I've always lived with either roommates or in studios. So I was like, okay, I don't have the room for it. Like I work in nonprofits. I don't have the money for it. I'm never going to own one. So it's kind of like, oh, like I know what that cool thing is, but it was kind of like out of sight, out of mind. And as I'm sure we're going to go into more detail with later, I was a member at Flywheel for about a year. And it happened that when I was having to get rid of my Flywheel membership, I happened to check the online bulletin board of my apartment building. And this was September of 2017. And someone in the building was moving from a one bedroom to a studio and they weren't taking their Peloton. So I basically like went up and looked at it. I got it for like, I'm not sure it was legal what they sold it to me. Like it was that cheap. (laughs) Like I I literally, he was like, oh, like this is a steal. And like, I didn't know anything about like how much used bikes went for. So like when later when I was like looking at what used bikes actually went for, I was like, oh my god! Like I did steal, yeah. it, steal it from if, this. If bike. you paid, if you paid uh, under like fifteen hundred dollars, you got a steal. I paid a thousand dollars. Holy for it. shit! Yeah, good for you. Yeah, good for you. And, Are you sure he didn't just it, have a drug problem? <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. I've heard Yeah Sometimes Drug addicts will sell people stuff He He was He was selling a lot So I don't know If it was moving Or or meth (laughs) But Either way And he said that He had had it For about a year And I think he said He had like 75 rides on it And I've had A little over 300 rides on it So it's up to You know Like almost I guess 400 rides And it Knock on wood, like it hasn't had any issues. So I think I'm definitely probably the luckiest used Peloton buyer in America. Wow, that's awesome! Uh, wow, that's yeah. like, and and you didn't have yeah. to move it far. Holy right. cow! Like you just that no. was wow. Like 
literally he lives on i think he was like fifth or sixth floor i don't remember and i'm a couple floors below and like literally i went over on my lunch break one day and he like wheeled it down the hall and thank god i live right next to the elevator so it took like you know five minutes to move like i didn't have to put it in a truck like he did all of the like the leaning and the heavy lifting you didn't have to go upstairs um, so yeah, I really- yeah. Went downstairs my word you yeah. had like I, the, I mean you were meant to own a peloton like that is clear <laughs> like the timing the price because like i said i work in nonprofits, so i never would have bought a new one but i like mentioned it to my mom because she had always been like oh like when you get rid of flywheel you should look into a peloton and like you know i'll be on the lookout for used ones as well and i texted her and was like hmm like someone's selling this and it's only a thousand dollars i wonder if there's something wrong with it and she literally was like if you don't want to pay a thousand dollars i will pay you a thousand dollars right now and you can pay us back because you know my parents are kind of saints <laughs> like that um so and that's what i did i mean i could have bought it out right but i was like and eh, this is still like kind of a big chunk of money so she was like okay we'll give you this thousand dollars like pay us back within six months and didn't even have to pay the thousand dollars outright it was amazing wow can Peloton bikes yeah. be like haunted? Or something like that? A <laughs> hundred years well, ago, an he, Indian like, was murdered on your bike. running as his main form, so like he didn't use it as much. And I was like, okay, well, you're lost, my yeah. guy. Yeah. So, yeah, it really worked out. Well, I'm in shock over this story. I've never heard anybody luck out like that. With- I'm going to get like hate mail. <laughs> no, you're going to get like, how did you luck into that? And <laughs> that's what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I went on like buy, sell, trade or whatever that Facebook group is to like when I was kind of doing the research and I was like, I don't really see any bikes under like 1800. And I was like, is this guy like totally scamming me? (laughs) Does it Uh, work? (laughs) Yeah. So like when I went up there for the first time, I was like, okay, I need to like actually get on this bike. Like, you know, I need to like make sure the pedals move and I need to make sure like the screen turns on and you know, all that. But like, I probably only was up there for like. 15 minutes maybe so it's not like i was like getting in there with a flashlight like looking (laughs) at the bearings and like all the screws and everything so the only problem with it i had was a couple months afterwards i like stepped back too hard on the seat or something and i guess it was a little loose so it started to like tilt back a little bit so it wasn't like really stable and i was like oh my god i paid a thousand dollars for this thing that i've only had two months but all i needed to do was like tighten the screws with an allen wrench yeah yeah that's an easy fix (laughs) Yeah, so I like went to Facebook and was like, "Oh my god!" Like, and then I like, you know, did the research and found an Allen wrench and fixed it. Yeah, it, it worked wow. out. I'm in awe of your story. Congratulations! <laughs> you. Take her to the comic book store. I know, me. right? She can find yeah. good deals. And you've got the touch for parking spots. She's got the touch for yeah. finding Pelotons. Like, hey, what's this Action Comics yeah. number one over here <laughs> in the quarter bin? <laughs> Oh, it's funny. So you were at Flywheel, like you had a membership to Flywheel before, you know, before you got the Peloton. So had you been exercising a lot or like, what was your, what would you classify your fitness level as before you got the Peloton? Before Flywheel, I would say I was very off and on. So like, I basically like never exercised in my life until probably like 2010. And so I'm from Richmond, Virginia. And there's a really big 10K there every year. Um, It's called the Ucrops Monument Avenue 10K. And one year, I think my mom decided she was going to run it and asked if I wanted to do it. So I was like, huh, I can't run a mile, but sure, like, I'll do it. We decided to run it in, like, January, and it happens every, like, March or April. So I had a couple months. 
So I did that, and then I started doing kind of like 5Ks around D.C., but like I hated the treadmill. So basically I would go to the gym and do the elliptical or something or just like not run for two months and like show up on race day and be like, eh, it's three miles. Like even if I have to walk part of it, I'll make it right. through. And then I lived in New York for two years because I was at NYU for grad school. And that's when I really started running more because I was broke and like couldn't afford a gym and running was free. Oh, I thought it was because um, like it's New York and people were chasing you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, running from yeah. the or from the mice more likely. But, and well, and actually, I lived a year in Brooklyn and I lived very close to Prospect Park, which has a great running loop. And then I lived a year on the Upper West Side, like right next to Central Park, which obviously has you know, great running. So it was just very convenient. It was free. It wasn't a treadmill, you know, so, and I actually ran, I think three half marathons and then a bunch of like 10 Ks, five Ks, things like that. I moved back to DC in 2014 and that kind of fell off. I don't know if you know this, but people in DC are very big on happy hour. (laughs) I thought that was just in all the TV shows. I didn't know that was really a thing. Yeah, no, that's that's a real thing. (laughs) So I was a member of one of our like big box gyms around here, but it was not close to my apartment for two years. And it, it was close to my job. Obviously, like, and I lived in uh, Northern Virginia for the first two years. And, you know, I wasn't going to go back into D.C. just to, like, go to the gym. I would go for, like, brunch or something, but not for... <laughs> Priorities. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So it was, kind of, it was very off and on. Um, you know, I would do stuff like body pump um, after work. But it was also, like, very easy for me to say... So body pump started at six and like I would be done with work at five and I'd be like, oh, well, I certainly don't want to stick around at work for an extra hour and I don't want to like go to the gym and like lift weights or something for an hour, or do something productive. So I'd be like, eh, I'm just going to go home. And there wasn't any penalty for like canceling classes or anything like that. So it was very sporadic. It was very off and on. So it really wasn't until flywheel that I started doing stuff like very consistently. And so that's why like. I know you guys probably want me to like trash flywheel and have a lot of problems with some of their stuff. No, we no. don't. But, we like, won't. I am very grateful to them for kind of instilling in me that like really consistent exercise part because I was paying so much freaking money that I was like, if I'm paying this, like, of course I'm going to go five or six times a week. Like, otherwise I'm just, you know, throwing it away. So they kind of got me in the habit of consistently doing but hang it. Hang on. I have a, convenient I have a quick question. Or, or so, you say like, oh, I'm paying a bunch of money, so I don't want to waste it. But people do that all the time. Pay a bunch of money for gym memberships. And, and then do nothing with it. Or equipment that they never use. So, like, I feel like there must have been more than, than just money motivating it. Like, they must have been doing something that you found enjoyable in a way that the other places didn't. Yeah, definitely. And, like, I mean, I was doing that at Washington Sports Club. I think I paid, like, $60 a month. And, like, $60 a month and not going is a lot different than the $300 a month that flywheel costs. So that was really making me go more. But also the one thing that I did like at Washington Sports Club was I liked body pump, which is kind of, uh, it's a layman's class. It's kind of like weightlifting, yeah. weightlifting music basically. And I did like their spin classes. I didn't love them, but like spin was kind of like my former cardio that I really did like. And flywheel compared to you know the washington sports club spin was just like night and day so it was it was really fun you know i got to know a lot of the instructors that i still friendly with none of them have like shunned me for moving over to peloton (laughs) it was i I liked the workout so it, it wasn't only the money that was a big part of it it was a workout that 
for the most part, I like looked forward to going to because that like I have to have fun while I'm exercising. I can't be like, oh, my God, I hate this. Like, I need this to end immediately. <laughs> and if I'm having fun, like then it's like, oh, like I love this song. I barely even notice that I'm like gasping. For <laughs> so when you said it was 300 a month, is it you pay a flat fee or were you, did you have to pay for classes on top of that? No. So it was so and they've changed it a little bit since I was there. So I'm not 100 percent sure what they currently do so basically how i got started there was i knew someone from my time in new york on twitter that like really liked them so i was like oh i'm like always kind of interested in them and the flywheel was actually like down the street from my old job so it was very convenient and one day i just went in over lunch and said i want to go to a class they had like a first class special so I signed up for class. I went the next day. I actually almost broke my elbow my first class because I was wearing the cycling shoes. This was before class had actually started. And I was looking for the bathroom and I went into like the shower sink changing area. And it was like, I like stepped on a banana. Peel. Oh. Like, as soon as I stepped in there, I just like my feet went flying and I like landed on my elbow. Despite that, like near casualty, I kept coming back. And it sounds like you know, it sounds like I feel pretty. Yeah. Have you seen the movie? I feel pretty. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it was pretty much exactly <laughs> except like slightly less. But thank God, no one else was in the locker room, which was good because no one saw it. But then I was like, okay, it's gonna take me a second to get up. <laughs> no one's here to watch me. <laughs> anyway, so as soon as. I got out of class. I had an email from them that was, it was an offer for like five wheel classes plus a bar class. So six classes for like $75 or something like that. And I love a good deal. Like I love a bargain. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's a perfect deal. And of course they do it to get like suckers like me to, and you have to use all the classes within two weeks. Oh. So they get you to go to like six classes within two weeks. And then you're like, oh my God, I love this. Like I need to keep it up. I'm like a marketer's like dream that, that worked on me very well. That was the first class that I'd had that really had the metrics. You know, I'd done Soul Cycle before, and I'd obviously done the Spin in Washington Sports Club. And this was the first time where they said, like, take it to X Torque, which is their resistance, and, you know, go 100 RPMs. Like, I knew what I was doing because they had that screen like Peloton does. So that was really motivating as well because I, like, knew what I was doing. And you also could like beat your PR because you got a total output at the end, you know, all the same kind of metrics that Peloton does. And basically at the end of the two weeks, after I had done nothing but talk about flywheel for two weeks, my mom basically said, if you quit the gym, this goes back again to like my parents being angels about this. If you quit Washington Sports Club and you give me the monthly dues that you were paying them, which was the 60 or $70, whatever I was paying them. She said, we'll give you a three-month subscription to Flywheel as your Christmas present. You'll just get it now. Because at the time, I'm not sure if they still do it, but when you initially start a membership, it's three months and then it goes month to month. So you have to make a three-month commitment. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, but yeah, all, all classes are included. So you don't pay anything on top of that. The only thing you would pay on top of that is their cancellation policy. You have to cancel by 5 p.m. the day before. So it doesn't matter if you have like a 7 a.m. class or a 7 p.m. class. Um, you have to cancel by 5 p.m. the day before or you'll get charged. I think it was like a $25 cancellation fee. And sometimes you could like call them and be like, oh, I got like stuck at work. Can I reschedule for a class tomorrow when it's really like, oh, I'm going to have the hour. And <laughs> Sometimes it worked, like sometimes it didn't. But 
if it didn't work and I knew I was going to get charged that extra $25, like I sucked it up and went to class. A nice little motivator. So that, that was the only thing that you would pay on top okay. of it. All right. That's a nice little motivator. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And it was wheel. And they also had the bar classes included, which is kind of like the Peloton floor classes. And I still go to their bar classes sometimes. <gasps> you know, I really like those. For- <laughs> I know. Sometimes. So it's an open I, I, relationship. Ever since I got a Peloton, I've been to, I've only been to two flywheel classes. One was because my favorite instructor was going on maternity leave. And one, it was, I think a friend was going and was like, I need someone to go with me or something like that. So I, went with I don't even know that we should I, believe I you after hearing your easy that. lies about going to happy hour. <laughs> you probably still go to flywheel it's, it's, all the time. <laughs> it's very easy to tell what I'm I am. I am not a good liar. You, you would know. I'm just teasing. You wouldn't even like without even knowing me. You'd be like, oh, something's off with what you're <laughs> it doesn't align. So, so besides the metrics, how does the experience compare to Peloton? I mean, it's obviously a difference of you know being in your living room versus being in a studio with forty some people. I've been to the Peloton studio as well, and the differences between you know the two studio experiences like they're not that different obviously there's no camera in the flywheel studio so the instructor is focused more on people in the actual room as opposed to like you know looking at the various camera angles or giving shout outs to people on the leaderboard but the two studio experiences i would say are pretty similar Hmm, interesting i've been a soul cycle a couple times and i've been a cycle bar a couple times and those are kind of more of a like fun dancey class especially soul cycle which is insane (laughs) i'm i'm not really a soul cycle fan they're both focused more flywheel and peloton that is are both focused more on those metrics as opposed to like doing the tap backs or the push-ups on the bike or like cycle bar does some crazy choreography that's like four corners of the bike and i'm like what like i'm not this i can't dance like i can't dance in real life and i can't dance on the bike so like this, this isn't working for me and that's part of the reason you know that i liked flywheel and also peloton because they don't really i don't mind like a, a tap back every once in a while like that's fine but and then doing like oblique crunches on the bike i'm like there's a no, that's not for me. How's the uh, actual bike? I would say that my Peloton bike is much smoother, and it's just kind of more comfortable as a whole. And out of all of the studios I've been to, this is definitely the most comfortable bike. Something that I've noticed, especially at Cycle Bar, I'm not sure what exact kind of bikes they have, but their seat like almost tilts down a little bit. Mm. So I don't know if it's meant to like, engage your core because you're leaning forward or what. I find it wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, so I think the Peloton is like the smoothest. I feel like it's the most stable. And also like I know who's been on it. Yes. You know, it's me. Like, I don't let anybody else. And that it. other guy. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I mean obviously they clean the bikes and everything. So you're not like sitting directly onto the previous person's sweat. But like you know it's there. Yeah. So. But, but to that point you know that was one thing that really struck me with Peloton and the metrics was that you know you go into a studio and the metrics could be different from bike to bike regardless of the maker and so when your bike is at home and you're the only one riding it those are your metrics so when you see an improvement from week to week that's all you that's not because somebody did something to the bike it's apples to apples yes yeah definitely and so i know i see a lot of debate on like the opp or yeah 
you know, even other groups I'm going to be like, this person's bike must be juiced or like my bike is so hard. And that's true. Like, you know, it, it all varies from bike to bike. And that doesn't bother me as much because I'm so used to that. Like at the Flywheel DuPont studio, we always joked about like bike 42 because that was definitely like the easiest bike <laughs> in the studio. And, you know, I'm sure every like studio from any cycling, but even the Peloton studio, like they have their own like bike 42s. Like the last time I was there, I did a 12:30 walk in and a 1:30 walk in and they wouldn't let me register for both at the same time. So I came out after the 12:30 and I was on bike 6, which is that one like right behind the instructor yeah. and it was hard as crap. <laughs> and so when I came back out, I was like, "Oh, I'm now I'm now I'm ready to sign up for the 1:30." And they said, well, you can't be on bike six yet, but like, what about bike three or whatever? I up on. And I was like, that's fine. Cause like I could barely move on bike six. And like, yeah, that. <laughs> so, you know, they have their own stuff, but anyway, so like that kind of stuff, like, and the leaderboard, like, doesn't really matter as much to me because like, I don't know what the person in front of me, what their bike is like. And honestly, like, I think my bike is probably on the easier side and I'm not saying that to like put myself down or anything, but, like, my outputs in studio are always way lower than on my bike. Um, and it just feels, like, way different. And I'm not getting, like, crazy insane outputs. But that's why I really focus on, like, what I'm doing from class to class. As opposed to, like, what whoever in front of me or behind me is doing. So, and I think Flywheel prepared me well for that. Because it was kind of the same mentality. And I tried to get the same usual bike whenever I was in class. So I could kind of keep that progress from class to class versus jumping around from bike to bike. Have you had a chance to do flywheel anywhere for comparison's sake? So I have not. And that is part of the reason that I made the switch to Peloton. I was still a member when they announced Fly Anywhere, which was, I want to say like April or May of 2017. I can't quite remember. It was a dark day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they announced, I remember they announced it and I was so excited because, you know, this is like what Peloton's doing, you know, not really knowing all the details. And I remember just being like, maybe I can get that because I'm sure like within six months it would pay for itself versus paying like the $300 for a membership. So I was very excited about it. Similar to like, you know, when I heard about Peloton, I was very excited about the concept, but I thought it was like out of my reach or whatever. And after that, like they just showed up at not even CES. It was, I don't know, some other conference where they were just like, oh, this is coming. And then there was like no information about it. Yeah. Yeah. They would send us an email probably like maybe twice a month. Remember, like fly anywhere is coming. Like there was no info about like when or how much it would cost or like basically anything except eventually this bike would exist. (laughs) (laughs) It's an awesome marketing campaign. I remember, because I work in communications, so like that was very frustrating to me. So I was like, you're sending us this email with like no information, at least be like, like with the tread, they were like, Oh, like it's coming in the fall. Like might've been later fall for some people, (laughs) but like it was still, it was still fall. And actually when I went up to see this Peloton in my building, I had doubt because I was like, what if like tomorrow flywheel is like, Oh, look, our bike is here. So I actually emailed them, like emailed the like support corporate, desk like I literally told them I'm about to get a Peloton do you have any information about fly anywhere that might keep me from this purchase like anything you can tell me like it'll be out by like the end of this year or you can tell me it'll be in like the x to y price range but with what I know now which is nothing you know I'm gonna go with this Peloton I actually looked it up today their response was like what we can tell you is that it will be worth the wait and it will be available soon and I was like okay 
so I'm going to go with the Peloton. <laughs> Because it, it was just, like, no information. So, anyway, so, no, I never tried it. They have a bike in one of the studios in D.C., so I've seen it, but I never, like, got on the bike and tried it. But it basically looks just like a flywheel bike with a screen. I was okay. curious if it was just a version of, of their in-studio bike or if they did something totally different. When I was a member at Flywheel, both, they actually got new bikes, but the new bikes didn't come to either of the D.C. studios when I was still a member. Like, I, they were rolling them out, like, in New York and in, like, various other studios. And last time I was there, they still didn't have them. So I've, I've never actually been on one of their newer bikes, but the Fly Anywhere is one of their newer bikes. There are probably, like, some tweaks to sure. it. But, like, I think they, like, moved the handlebars or something. I can't remember what exactly they did. Or, like, I think the weights are in the back instead of the front. I, I don't remember the details. But, so, yeah, I've, no, I've never been on a Fly Anywhere Well, bike. if memory serves, like, the price isn't radically different, no, is it? it's $19.95. Although, they cut the price significantly. Unless you got their half off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they cut the price significantly. It, but, but that kind kind of plays into the articles that have been coming out in the last couple of weeks. I mean, basically, it sounds like Flywheel is like on a downward spiral. I mean, I I say that kind of jokingly because I don't know how bad it really is. But like top members of their the leadership are are leaving. And then at the same time, you know, they canceled the IPO. And given all of that, had you if you had not gotten your awesome deal with Peloton, do you think that you would have maybe looked further into it by now or what would be your thoughts today if you owned it and then all this was happening would you be freaking out because <laughs> i would you mean if if i owned a yes. bike maybe i think i would be like okay well i already own this and they're at least still I, i'm a very much like if i don't think about it it's not happening oh, okay gotcha <laughs> so, <laughs> so i would probably try very actively not to think about it i mean i don't again i don't know anything about their inner business workings other than like articles I read. I'm not saying like Flywood's going under or anything like that. And I wouldn't be worried about that. So no, I don't I don't think I'd be worried about it. if I had already made the purchase, I think I'd just be like, well, I'm enjoying it for now and you know we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I could see that. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I do know one of the Fly Anywhere instructors used to be an instructor in DC. So I'm like familiar with his style and I really liked his in studio classes. Like I said, when he moved to New York and I've followed a couple of the other instructors on Instagram, like since my flywheel day. So I think they, I think they do have like good instructors and, you know, I wasn't at Peloton for the Stephen Little days, so I've never taken one of his classes. But, you know, him being back there now, like, I, I think they have a good product. Like, and like I said, I'm not here to trash them because, like, I'm very grateful for them to getting me back into, like, a consistent exercise routine. I, I do think, from what I've read, you know, they have some things to address. Um, I don't think their bike rollout has gone as well as they thought it might. Yeah, and, and I but, and I understand that. And I don't I don't want you to, to trash anything. I mean, I want you to be honest, and, right. and that's what you're doing. So I'm cool with that. But I also think that Flywheel has some things to answer for, for, you know, the Fly Anywhere technology as well. And, you know, that's why they have a lawsuit against them from Peloton. I can't help but find it funny, ironic, because, you know, Peloton went to them and was like, hey, we'd love to, you know, do some kind of collaboration within your studios. And that did not work out. And then they stole their idea. So I get what you're saying. And I'm very happy that it led you to, you know, working out and being a healthy yes, and to Peloton. But but as a company, I don't know that they have as rigorous business ethics as Peloton, which is always going to show in their community You know You're going to have Great people in the community right. Don't get me wrong But they're not going to be As strongly bonded As Peloton Simply because 
I think that kind of stuff trickles down. Well, and also when you talk about community, I think the in-studio community like has its place for sure. You know, I know there are people who like have made friends through their studio. That was never me. You know, like I'm pretty shy. Like I would never go up to like a stranger in a bike studio and be like, oh, like that was a hard class, wasn't it? <laughs> um, you know, like I, I would just never do that. And so for me, the Peloton community has been much more open and kind of much more accessible and welcoming. Like I'm in a couple, you know, Facebook groups where I feel like I have like true friends that I've made just from like happening to ride like this same bike. You know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. There are some people that thrive in that studio environment and like, you know, they have their like 5.30 p.m. class buddies and then they like go out for dinner. That was, that was just never me. But also that's my thing. That's not a knock on like them. Right. People oh, do sure. that though. It just wasn't. Cool. It's just so ironic how the bike that you brought into your home so you didn't have to interact with people <laughs> <laughs> leads to people interacting with people. It, yeah. it is. It's, it's fascinating. It never gets old kind of thinking about that and just like all the things that it opens up in a person's life. I mean, every single person we interview, every single person we talk to about the bike that that has it, there's always the story about, oh, well, I met so-and-so or I ran into so-and-so and it's all because of the bike and it's just crazy. You'll never be asked to do a flywheel podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I know. I like when I started this, I was like, oh, my God, it's like, am I going to be like blacklisted from the studios? <laughs> like. And I was like, somebody from Flywheel listens to this. And I was like, oh, well, maybe they do because they want to like keep an eye on the <laughs> I, I really doubt I they know. are. I really doubt that they are listening. But I don't think, I just don't get the sense that Flywheel is as in tune with the people that they're trying to bring in. You know, I mean, Peloton goes out of their way to like have people constantly with their ear to the ground. But like Flywheel, even when they sent out their original marketing campaign, it was all about if you're already fit, you know, then you should join us. It wasn't about yeah. it wasn't about like it's open to everybody. And so I I just don't think they try as hard to see what's going on out there and be aware the way Peloton does. I think you guys talked about this recently on a recent episode and I was like, oh, I have some thoughts on that. And I never once felt like unwelcome. Like and I'm not like I'm still like overweight, like I'm not like skinny or super fit by any means. But I never once like felt uncomfortable myself at a flywheel studio. Well, that that's good to know. That's good. I, yeah, I think, that's really good to know because I mean, I, I the way that their advertising comes across, it sounds like you would not be welcome if you were not a thin person. Right. Yeah, I remember that fly anywhere video, and it was just like. Wow, this is some condescending crazy talk. Yeah. They have always marketed themselves. And I think this was back when, like, SoulCycle was their main competitor. Gotcha. SoulCycle is like, mm, let's, like, go, like, crazy on the bike and have a spiritual experience. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so I think they were marketing themselves, like, with the metrics. And so that appealed more to, like, kind of, quote, unquote, serious athletes. Uh. So I think that's always kind of been what they're going for okay even now so like i said i i really like their bar classes but i like their traditional bar classes and they've recently introduced something called fly fit which is like more of a hit class with like okay part of the reason i like bar classes is because like i don't have to do crap like burpees and mountain oh. climbers like i don't i don't want to do that i don't blame you uh, and so that like is part of their kind of new bar offerings which is why i kind of haven't gone as much as I used to because they don't have as many as the traditional bar classes. And like, that's fine. Those definitely appeal to like a bunch of people, but they do appeal more to those like more really athletic people. And I think 
that is who they are trying to market to. Whereas Peloton is like, you know, come as you are. Like, you know, Alex is always like, my 40 may feel different than your 40. So like adjust as needed. And it is different. And I I think they do market to more of that, you know, maybe people who ride outside and want like a community class once in a while. I don't know. But yeah, I do think they definitely market to those really athletic people who don't necessarily need to get in shape. They're like already in shape. Now that's good so feedback. I, I mean, I think that's that's a good understanding of kind of where they've come from. So it's that's good to have that information. But again, I never felt unwelcome there. Like it was never like, oh my god, like what are you doing in this class of like you know skinny Lululemon wearing people? Like it was never like that. I feel like that targeting the fit people like is almost spilled over into their business model. It failed them in that. When you say how they were caught up with their competition with SoulCycle, that that allowed Peloton to kind of come in, that it doesn't mesh with the workout philosophy of Peloton. Like, you do you, and don't worry yeah. about the other guy. Worry about being your best, the best version of yourself. And here they were so caught up in this competition with SoulCycle that... They weren't worried about being the best version of them. They were worried about beating the other guy. And while they were doing that, another company that was focused on being the best version of them came in and beat all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now it's like taking over the fitness. Yeah. Yeah. I think Peloton was so unique when it started that people probably couldn't see what it would become. Oh, yeah. You know, like, and even, even me, like getting this, like, you know, a year and a half ago, there's like, I didn't have any ideas about like a tread or this like fitness as service that John Foley was talking about. So like, you know, I had no idea what they were capable of. But, None of us do. They're right. still, they're still over there, as Tom said, doing all pinky in the brain. I mean, they're, they've, they've <laughs> yeah. got way bigger ideas than any of us can even comprehend. And honestly, it, re- it exactly. reminds me a lot of Netflix, not the streaming video aspect, but when Netflix started, people were like, you're going to mail me a DVD? That's ha, ha, the ha. dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. What happens if I keep it? And every, all anybody did yeah. was like pick apart the flaws in the business model. Then And then bye-bye Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. again, again that's a similarity to, to Peloton Flywheel and that you know Netflix went to Blockbuster and were like, Oh, that's a good point. Do you want to get yeah. on board with this? And Blockbuster was like, we'll just do our own version of it. Fail. Yeah. yeah. That's a great analogy. Yes. Do you guys remember when there was that like, huge uproar when Netflix said they were going to drop the DVDs and like only do streaming? Yeah. And everyone was like, no, that'll never work. And then now it's like, okay, I don't even own a DVD player. Right, right. Yes, I will stream everything you own. It's like, I have a DVD player, and I'm like, well, can I find it streaming somewhere? I don't want to get up and walk across the room <laughs> We've got put a disc boxes in. and boxes of DVDs and Blu-rays, most of which Tom has figured out some way to put into to Voodoo so we can watch it <laughs> anywhere we want. I'm so. crafty. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, if you remember, they, they were going to have a whole nother name for it it was going to be called flickster yeah. oh, and I did not people remember were that. like that's dumb this is all and they backed off and they're like oh, okay 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 we'll yeah. just call it netflix and we'll do both and i mean i think they still ship dvds but they do yeah because there's still some they, yeah they there's do. still some people out there that want that i had no idea that was still a thing yeah that's mind-blowing yeah <laughs> 
Wow. So I mentioned that I went to NYU for grad mm-hmm. school. So my master's is in public relations and corporate communication. And my very first week of grad school was when Netflix announced that. So oh. like all of the case studies oh, in yeah. my like, PR classes were like, how would you handle this? Like, what did they do? You know, so that like really sticks out in my mind. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I don't even know. I, Cause I know for a while, didn't you get, you could get DVDs and you could get the streaming, right? And they were, they were trying to bust them apart. Was that the goal? Yeah. And, and then like kind of rebel. And now I think you, I, I don't know if you can get both now. I think you, but you pay a double fee, you know, you're going to pay extra, but I think originally I think you could do both and they were trying to, to separate them to, completely. Yes. Unwed those two things. They probably wanted to sell that piece off is probably what they wanted to do. Or they just wanted it to die. Yeah. Like, I just think they just, <laughs> I just, I mean, the, the staffing, can you imagine how many people to you, like stick a little CD in an envelope? Yeah. yeah I mean, for it, real. You need a lot of people and you need a lot of people in different areas of the country. Yeah. So you can get the DVDs delivered in a timely manner because I would always get weird stuff. So it's like if you wanted, you know, the new hot release, you could get that mailed to you the next day. But if you're looking for like season six, disc four of Columbo, <laughs> I love you. It's going <laughs> to. It's going to be a bit. <laughs> oh, my word. So on that note, so tell us your leaderboard name and how you came up with it. Oh, my God. It is the most boring leaderboard name. So when I was setting up my account, I like didn't really realize what a leaderboard name was. <laughs> so I went to look at the bike in this guy's apartment. And then I said, okay, I'm interested, but like, I want to look at some of the classes before I like commit. Cause I want to make sure there's something that I would actually like do. So I downloaded the free trial for the app and I think I had to create it then if I'm not mistaken. And I was like, oh, well I'll just do the same thing I do for everything. So it's JK 07, <laughs> which is like nothing. <laughs> so like, I remember when like Jen Sherman was on your podcast and it was like, okay, here's how you get a shout out. Like it's like you have something like cute and like some words that kind of make sense and not just like random letters and numbers. And I'm like, okay, that's why I never get. (laughs) You know, you can change that at any time, right? I know. But then, and so I thought about it, but then now I'm like, okay, well I'm like 300 rides in. Do I really want to change it? Because then like, what if like an instructor knows me by that? And then I'm like, okay, I don't ride live enough for instructors to be like, Oh, JK07 change your leaderboard name. (laughs) So I, I got to think of something. And actually it's funny. And so almost all of my milestones have been with uh, Robin. Okay. And the past two miles, so I had 300 a couple weeks ago and then 250 before that. And both times she called me JK7. <laughs> so I'm guessing she meant me. Yeah, that's like, definitely you. JK7 up there. I probably ride live like once a week, but I definitely ride more on demand. So I know, I know, like no one is that attached to my leaderboard name. I need to change it, but I'm not creative. So I've got to like sit down and like have something come to me. Well, I, I think you should so, do whatever you want to do. I just wanted to make sure you knew you could change it. That's all. I do. And I've definitely given thought to Let me apply it. a little, little logic to the situation. If one of the instructors knows you well enough to the point that they would notice if you changed your leaderboard name... And you're still not getting shout outs Man fuck that guy (laughs) (laughs) I think you should do some kind of play On the knock with the knocks Like you were saying earlier I think you should do something with that I am the one who knocks Yes ah nice all right, yeah, because the only other things I could think of is like what a billion other people already have that's like 
spend for wine or like, you know, something like yeah. that. So then I thought about like former fly addict or something like that. <laughs> but then it's like, I don't know if they want to shout that out because like, I don't know if they want to like give mention yeah, to like the competition. True. But you said oh. former. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> you could say that could be your leaderboard name, former fly addict, and then in the location line, be like, "I came over from the dark side." <laughs> <laughs> that's true. All right, you give me a. Lot of- <laughs> I'm glad we could help. <laughs> okay, so if if I end up changing my leaderboard name before this airs, I will let you okay. know, and you can. You can tell. Okay, okay, definitely. Definitely. We will do that. Do you have any advice for people who are just now getting their bikes? Yes. And I feel like it is the same advice everyone gives, but I'm going to give it anyway because it's so true. Try all of the instructors because you will definitely find the ones that you resonate with and maybe who you thought you wouldn't like, you end up loving. My top three instructors, the ones I ride most of them with are... Robin, Alex, and Cody. Because again, like I love to have fun when I'm doing this. So like the music is very important to me. So I'm not really one for like 70s rock rides or something. No offense <laughs> if you guys are. But, like, So Cody and I are around the same age. I think he's a couple years younger than me. Like his Y2K pop rides are some of my favorite because like it's the same kind of music that I was listening to in high school and college. And like he's talked on multiple rides, like at least two or three that I've been on. He's played Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson, who I'm not sure if you're familiar with, but she's very important to people. I actually remember that song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so so he's played Pieces of Me, her greatest song, a seminal classic. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on. He's been like, oh, I remember like going to Best Buy and like driving out of the parking lot, like blasting this CD in my Kia Sorento and being like, yes, this is the shit. And I was like, oh my God, like, I feel so seen. This was me in in, like 2004. Oh my God, it's a seminal classic. No, it's not. It's not a seminal classic. No, it's it's very important to you. I get that, but it's not a classic. (laughs) Okay, but it's Ashley's seminal classic. (laughs) Okay, okay. She she doesn't have her. No, she doesn't. Um, wait, this is related flywheel side note. So most of their classes are 45 minutes, but they do have 60 minute classes. And I was doing my first 60 minute class and I was with my favorite instructor, the one I did most of my classes with. And I told her, I said, I'm doing my first 60 minute. And she said, Oh, do you have any song requests? And so I gave her a couple and one of them was pieces of me. I actually sent them and she played it. And the looks on the faces of everybody else in that room when she played it was like, what the fuck? I'm in the background, like singing my heart out, like, like, yes, this is so great. Like, that didn't go over well with everyone else, but I with your it. love for Ashley Simpson, can you can you finally get back to a place where you can watch SNL and not feel weird? Yeah, because you know I didn't really care about Ashley. It was her music that I really okay. liked, and her her reality TV show that I was very <laughs> into when I was eighteen or however old I was back then. Oh, uh, uh, my favorite band's The Monkees, so I got no room to make fun of anybody. You don't. You don't. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I did not watch. She has that new reality show with Evan Ross, Diana Ross's son, her husband. And I didn't watch that. So, like, I'm not sitting here as, like, Ashley Simpson's number one fan or anything. I didn't know she still was doing anything. I didn't either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, they just had it. And I think they released, like, a song. I didn't listen to it. But her first album, I will play that and flashback to the summer between my freshman and sophomore. Do you do college. a little hoedown dance so, like she did? 
when she messed up on SNL? Well, like I said, I can't dance. I'm not really Neither can she. Well, I was going to say, even like it's something as basic and non-coordinated as that. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I go on like YouTube rabbit holes of like old videos from that time period. <laughs> So I think after we hang up, I may like. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been delightful. That may be my plans for the evening. <laughs> awesome. Well, I guess before we go, where can people find you if you would like to be found? So I am on Facebook as Julia I believe I'm on Twitter as JKO7, same as my leaderboard name, and then. To mix things up, I'm at on Instagram. If you want to see pictures of my dog, I'm at JK0529. Awesome. Awesome. Well, th- thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk to us. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And oh, and I also want to give a shout out to the tribe that I am most active in, which is the Peloton Monthly Challenge Tribe. Are you planning on interviewing Sam, the founder? Yes, of it? we actually have an interview set up with her in just a few weeks. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so sh- she's great. That's great. Like when I joined the OPP, you know, it kind of gives you like related groups mm-hmm. to join. So I was joining like everything I could think of. You know, I even joined like Fat Fit 40 at one point. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, you're 32. You don't belong here. <laughs> you don't like, belong I, here. <laughs> you know, but it was just like clicking on everything. And I like randomly clicked on them, like didn't know what I was getting into. And it's because of like them and their like accountability and stuff that I even like, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to get on the bike. And it's like, okay, but I haven't been on this week and I have to like post something about it. So I might as well get on the bike (laughs) or I don't like morning riding. I am a morning person in the sense that like on the weekends I will wake up at seven, but then I will like lounge in bed for two hours. (laughs) Like I don't like to do things in the morning, but if I need to get a workout in, in the morning, like I'll post and say, hey, like, can someone meet me at like 630 a.m. to do this on-demand ride that I've picked? And someone's always there. So they're great for accountability and, you know, friendship and community and all of that. So I wanted to make sure I gave him a little and it's called the it's And it's called the Peloton Monthly Challenge? Yeah, Peloton Monthly Challenge Tribe. So it's like hashtag PMCT okay. is, I think, how you find it on Facebook. Okay. Awesome. Very good. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. I listen to you guys every Aww. week. Thank, so. you. thank you. And actually, I listen to all my podcasts on 1.5 speed. <laughs> So it's been interesting to like hear you guys in like real. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you were you like am I boring them? They're talking so slow. <laughs> What does this yeah, mean? Yeah, like, uh, like, is it like slurring? Yeah, <laughs> have they been drinking? What is happening? You know what we should, if we had known that, oh, I would have started off the interview like this. Joining us on the phone today. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like Flash from yeah. uh, Zootopia. Yeah. But then when you would listen to it back at one and a half times speed. You'd sound normal. We'd sound normal. <laughs> we would have tricked you. Yeah. I think I'll probably have to listen to myself at normal speed or else I'll... Like sound like a chicken. So, all right. Well, thank you again. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Bye bye. Bye. I feel like we should have a breaking news alert. (laughs) So we had talked about it in the interview, and she did change her leaderboard name. Yes, to Knox. Knox. Yes. So last name Knox, then the word Knox. Right. So K N O X. And then K-N-O-C-K-S Correct So <laughs> all, all one word Like no underscores Or anything So you can now find Julia Knox At leaderboard Knox Knox Right What a wonderful idea <laughs> I wonder, more, wonder where she got it more from More people should take my ideas <laughs> That's what I think It's good you're humble Tom Well I do what I can I'm like probably the most Humble person you'll ever meet That sounds right <laughs> 
<laughs> so um, I guess uh, that's it for this one. Uh, what do you have in store for people next week? We are going to be talking to Nikki Smith. Uh, and wow, what a story you guys are in for. This is crazy what has happened to her and like. She credits Peloton as saving her life. Yeah. And uh, you will get to hear all the details. And so you're going to want to hear this. Very cool. Awesome. Well, we will look forward to that. So until then, where can people find you? People can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on they can find me on Instagram or Twitter on the bike or of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe and uh, don't forget You can find the show online at facebook.com Slash the clipout our website The clipout.com and uh, while You're in front of your internet delivery device If you haven't already subscribed please do So so uh, it makes us feel Better about ourselves so uh, <laughs> That's it for this one thanks For tuning in and until next time Keep pedaling and running Oh,